Kind of quite a few gone today. Seems like. Good morning, Harvest Church. What do you know? Are you going to party tonight? No. You're you're all going to go to bed about nine, huh? Let's stand up. I'm glad you're here today. Amen. Are you glad you're here today? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank You. This is the day that You've made for us, and we rejoice in it. And so, Father, we purpose to enter in to Your gates with thanksgiving and praise and to exalt the name of Jesus. We thank You, Holy Spirit, and we invite You. Stir our hearts this day to worship the King of Kings. Amen. I'm going to lift up Jesus I'm going to lift up Jesus yes, I'm going to lift up Jesus Singing glory, hallelujah Singing glory, hallelujah. So be exalted in this place. Count on mercy and grace. Let your name forevermore be lifted high. For your praise is on our lips. As we sing about your goodness. May our words and through our lives we testify. Singing, I'm going to lift up Jesus. I'm going to lift up Jesus. I'm going to lift up Jesus. Singing glory, hallelujah. Singing glory, hallelujah. So be exalted in this place. God of mercy and grace. Oh, let your name forevermore be lifted high. For your praise is on our lips As we sing about your goodness May our words and through our lives testify Singing glory, hallelujah Singing glory, hallelujah Singing glory, 
glory,
nothing better, nothing better than your presence, your presence. Father, this morning, that is our declaration. There is nothing better than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we worship you, Lord, and we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the preeminence. You're worthy of all of our praise. And our eyes are on you. We set our affections this morning on things above and not upon the things of earth in this hour. You are great and soon coming King. And we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, there's nothing better than Jesus. Amen. this week start up in another week but there will be Wednesday night service this week at 7 o'clock so I encourage you to do that and next Sunday is donut day so don't forget donut day today is the last day of the year obviously you all know that and when I was thinking about this year I always I thought this year was kind of a difficult year kind of a frustrating year there were delays that it just seemed like we had to push through, frustrations, just little things that seem to harass my mind and, and things like that. But for Christmas, I got this gift, and it's an aura frame. You know what an aura frame is? It's a frame where you take your photographs and you download all your photographs and it runs it through. About every, we have it set, so every two minutes there's a new picture. And I love photographs. And so this week I got them all downloaded, a whole bunch of them, three, four years' worth. And I noticed every time, and it's sitting on our kitchen counter, every time I walked by, I'd see a new photograph and I'd say, gosh, that was a nice day. And then the next time a photograph would come through and I'd think, that was a great day. That was a victory day. And then another one again, I'd think, that was a victory, victory day. That was a good day. And by looking at those, coming through all the time, I got thinking, my gosh, maybe we had to press through a little, but it was because we were pressing through for good things. And I think we forget that. And I think one of the attitudes we really need to have going into this next year, I believe this next year is going to be a great year. We'll have some difficulties and frustrations along the way, but a lot of it depends on our attitude of thankfulness. And we have to maintain that day after day after day. So get yourself an aura frame. Put your and put your, or take your husband's picture. No. <laughs> so I just want to read you scripture. In Philippians chapter 3, you don't need to turn there, I'll just read it. You know this scripture. In chapter 4, starting with verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, 
whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Every one of those pictures that went by was a testimony to the goodness of God in our lives. And I believe that we are a blessed people. And we can't overlook and don't want to forget about the blessings that we have in in this life. And so I just encourage I thank you for your faithfulness this year. And we're looking forward to a good year. So ushers, you may go ahead and receive this morning's tithes and offerings. Amen. What makes all those pictures so wonderful? There's a lot of dead deer and with horns. This is a church that hunts. Amen. Some of you don't look too happy about that, but you know, it's the way it is. <coughs> you come to an end of a year. And it might be kind of daunting for a new year. Because if you're listening to a lot of the prophets and a lot of the words that are going forth, if you allowed yourself, you might get shook. But if you're listening to God and the Holy Ghost, you don't need to be afraid. Amen. Now, before I get started, I want to remind you, um, this Wednesday night, um, I have a specific word So if you go to church here, you need to be here. I realize some of you have jobs. I understand that. But you need to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church. And then also remember, who's coming here at the end of the month? Jeff Rogers, our missionary from Africa. What's our goal to raise for him? $20,000. Look around here. Not everybody's here today, but my God, how are we going to do it? With God. Amen. All, all you have to do is to do your share. And that's it. And if everybody does their share, we'll have the $20,000. Amen. Amen. Now, I have a word for you today. And this word's been going into my spirit on and off all week. Even into the week before. So I'm going to read this to you. This is a spiritual mandate for Harvest Church. This is a spiritual mandate for you and your family. Are you listening? In 2024, you and I must purpose to pursue. Say it. Purpose to pursue God. You must 
purpose to pursue your enemy. And you must purpose to pursue peace. Now, that's not hard. You can remember three things, can't you? The first one's the most important. So I want you to look at Hosea. Hosea. Right in the, the end there, Minor Prophets. I'll give you time because not everybody reads Hosea. <laughs> chapter 6. Hosea chapter 6. And I want you to look at verse 1. The first thing that you and I need to purpose to pursue is to pursue God and the knowledge of God. Say the knowledge of God. Verse 1 says, Come and let us return to the Lord, for He is torn, but He will heal us. He is stricken, but He will bind us up. After two days He will revive us. On the third day He will raise us up, that we may live in His sight. Now look at verse 3. Let us know, let us pursue the what? The knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. Now this word in the Hebrew for pursue means this. It means to press on. It means to follow after. It means to chase after. It means to eagerly strive toward. Pursue is a verb. Pursue is an action word. Say action word. The Amplified says it this way. Yes, let us know, recognize, be acquainted with, and understand Him. Let us be zealous to know the Lord, to appreciate, to give heed to, to cherish Him. I like that. Let me say that again. Let us be zealous to know the Lord in 2024, to appreciate to give heed to and cherish Him. His going forth is prepared and certain as the dawn, and He will come to us, the, come to us as the heavy rain, as the latter rain that waters the earth. So can you and I count on God? Can we be confident that God will deliver His people in the year 2024? Does the sun come up in the morning and go down at night? Yes. So we can trust in God. We can ask Him to revive, restore, and heal, and give life, new life to us in 2024. Because we know He is as dependable as the sunrise. But we have to really pursue Him in this coming new year. And you're going to have to figure out what you have to do to pursue Him. Amen? Look at Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 9, I've always loved this verse, Jeremiah chapter 9, and look at verse 23, we're talking about pursuing God, pursuing the wisdom and the knowledge of God, it says, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. 
But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. God delights with, when you and I pursue him. Look at your neighbor and say, you better be a God chaser in 2024. Now, I don't always do this, but uh, I was in the bathroom this morning, and I have a devotional. This is the finest devotional you can, you can get. How many read it? Just so it doesn't adorn your coffee table, read it daily. I hadn't read it today. And I was in the bathroom doing my thing. God speaks to me everywhere I go, even when I'm going to the bathroom. And he said, go look at the devotional today. I said, okay. And it's entitled, Jeremiah 9, verse 24. Let the one boast that they have the understanding to know me. And it's entitled, get to know God next year. God says, let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of the riches, but let the one who boasts, boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me. The truth is, if you don't know God, it doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account, or what diplomas hang on your wall or what position you hold in the company. Until you have a relationship with God, you haven't really begun to live. And part of getting to know Him is learning the truth about yourself. After witnessing the miracle-working power of Christ, Peter acknowledged, I'm a sinful man. When the prophet Isaiah saw the Lord sitting upon His throne, he cried, Woe is me! But God doesn't tell you the truth about yourself and then leave you that way. No, like a good doctor, he tells you you're sick so that you can get the proper treatment. And the proper treatment for sin is salvation through the blood of Jesus. You'll never know God until you're related to Him through Jesus Christ. So if you've never accepted Him as your Savior, start this new year by praying, Lord, I repent and turn from my sin. I place my life in Your hands, trusting You to be my Lord and Savior. By faith, I receive the gift of eternal life. Starting today, I ask You to lead and guide me and fulfill Your will through me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Happy New Year. What a way to start the year is determine you're in your heart. You're going to know your Savior more intimately than ever before. That means you and I are going to have to keep our nose in the book. We're going to have to stay in prayer. We're going to have to stay in fellowship. And your carcass needs to be here on Sunday morning. Well, that went over big. I said, you need to be here. Every time the doors are open, even Wednesday night, yeah, you do. The only way you're going to make it, and I'm going to make it in 2024, is coming together with the body of Christ, putting that Word on the inside of you, His Word, His living Word, and then being in prayer and fellowship with Him daily. Amen. Now, there's value. I'm going to read this quick. There's value in knowing God. Value in knowing God. The Scripture says, number one, it's superior to gold and silver. 
It's superior to gold and silver. Proverbs 8 verse 10 says, Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold, for wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. Amen? Number two, it increases strength. Proverbs 24, 5 says, A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. A wise man is strong. Number three, it keeps from destruction. Knowing God and knowing His Word will keep you from destruction. Isaiah 5.13 states, Therefore my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. The Amplified, Therefore my people go into captivity to their enemies without knowing it and because they have no knowledge of God. Why do you think the body of Christ went into captivity when it came to COVID time? Because they didn't know God. Bottom line. And there's people out there, sad to say, even in the body of Christ, people sitting in churches today that don't know God. And their lives are ruled by fear. And there's no boldness. There's no confidence in their God. Amen? So we need to get to know God. Then we need to pursue righteousness. Isaiah 51 verse 1 says, Listen to me, capital M. Listen to me. You who follow or pursue after righteousness, you who seek the Lord. In the Hebrew, this word for righteousness means this, acting according to God's standard, doing what is right. It's that simple. So in 2024, you and I just need to do what is and how are you going to know what's right unless you know the Word and know Him? Amen? Are you here today? Now I realize you've been through the holidays. Sometimes pastors' holidays, you know, they get all excited and the people show up because they're in a food coma, a, a gift coma. We can't be in a coma. This ain't the walking dead, folks. We're alive unto Him. And we need to pursue righteousness in the year 2024. We need to follow God's standards, and we need to do what is right. Amen? Number two, quickly, look at 1 Samuel 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. So what's the first mandate you and I need to pursue? God. The next one you and I need to pursue is the enemy. You and I need to pursue the enemy. I love this story. This is one of my favorites. I love King David. He was a, a great leader. And this is David's conflict with the Amalekites. It says in chapter 30 and verse 1, it says, Now it happened when David and his man came to Ziklag, on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his man came to the city and there it was burned with fire. Their wives, their sons, their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives... 
Anaheim, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now, how would you feel if you came home and some of you realized your family had been stolen and taken and your goods were stolen and taken? What well, says here, David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of what? Stoning him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and daughters. But, but, say but, say it again, but. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. There are going to be times in this coming new year, you are going to have to know how to strengthen yourself in the Lord your God. You, you can't always call the preacher. Amen? You can't always depend on your mate. You can't always, you should, but you, there's times in your life, it's just going to be you crying out to God. Well, David did that. He strengthened himself, the Lord is God. Then David said to Abathar the priest, Amalek's son, Please bring the ephod here to me. And Abathar brought the ephod to David. Now listen, verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord. See, when you're in trouble, it's good to do what? Inquire of the Lord. Saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And God answered, no, just give it up. Quit. Cry in your beer. Right? No, oh, oh, I must have a different Bible. And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. See, that's the attitude. You've got to go into this new year. I've got to go into this new year. When you, you face distressed times and, and trials and tribulation and persecution and, and loss and you're sad and you're grieving, you and I have to learn to worship Him. Cry out to Him. Inquire of Him. And you know what God's going to say? Pursue. For you shall surely overtake all. In fact, I'm going to read this in, in Joshua 23. Let me just read it and say to the time of turning there. Joshua, another great leader, he says this in verse 8 of chapter 23, But you shall hold fast to the Lord your God as you've done to this day. For the Lord has driven out from before you great and strong nations, but as for you, no one has been able to stand against you this day. Now listen to verse 10. One man of you shall chase a thousand. How are those odds? Think about it. One man shall what? Chase a thousand. For the Lord your God is He who fights for you as He promised you. Therefore, take careful heed to yourselves that you love the Lord your God. You know, it doesn't make any difference what the odds are. God can save by many or by few. I got a newsflash for you. He doesn't need a mega church. Nothing against mega churches. That they've been in the spotlight too long. In the days ahead, there are going to be churches like this all throughout this nation that are inquiring of God, 
seeking God, crying out to God, exalting Jesus and not a program or an individual or a personality. It's all going to be about Jesus. Get that in your head and in your heart. Amen? Now, you and I can pursue the enemy with confidence because God's on our side. Now, what are you talking about enemy? You're just talking about the devil? Well, we have authority over the devil. How many of you got any other enemies? It's called flesh. How many of you got any bad habits? Yeah, raise your hand, son. My oldest is back. Bad habit? No. Do we all have bad habits? Let me give you some enemies here. Your flesh, bad habit. How many of you are tired of lack and debt? Then pursue it. Go after it. Sickness and disease, go after it. Doubt, go after it. Here's one you might not like. Small thinking can be your enemy. Lack of vision. No vision in your life. Just going with the status quo. Don't ruffle any feathers. Say this. Give me more. Okay. Insecurity. Awful quiet. Insecurity goes with fear, the fear of men. The, the wonderful thing about my wife and I at our age, we don't give a rat's rump. When I was young, oh, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? I don't care. I'm following God. Get on board. Boy, you crowd today, you're quiet. Either you're, it's, it's sinking into you or it's a food coma. I don't know. Doubt, small thinking, fear, insecurity, bad attitude. I told Abe today, he says, are those new shoes? Yeah. Are those new pants? Yeah. Is that a new sweater? Yeah. And then I said, but my attitude isn't new. I was just joking. Here's another one. I'll end with this. This could be your enemy. Giving you things, things to think about. Your confession. If all you do is complain, never exhibit any thankfulness to God, maybe everybody should get one of the, what do you call those things? Aura frame. And put some good memories on there. Put some scriptures on there. That would be good. You go in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen all the time. We live in the kitchen and the dining room. But you'd see the Word continually. But, you know, some of us just got to quit griping and complaining. goes for preachers, too, because I've griped and complained about some of you for years. Ain't going to solve any problems. Maybe you've. May, I just wish my pastor was nicer. He's so hard. You better thank God I'm hard. 
There are plenty of preachers out there that will tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Thank you. Last one. Look at Romans 14. I told Kathy today, I said, I wonder what, what it's going to be like today. Meaning, are they going to, sheep going to come here to graze? Are they going to be hungry? Say, I'm hungry. Say, by faith, I'm hungry. Romans 14. This one's important. First one was what I forgot. Pursue. Then pursue your enemy. The third one is, you and I are going to have to pursue peace. Say it. Pursue peace. You and I are going to be have to have to be proactive in 2024 in preser- preserving peace in our relationships. I'm going to tell you something. In this coming new year, relationships are so important. You need me. I need you. You need your husband or your wife. You need your kids. You need your grandkids. You need your family. We need each other. Are we always going to get along? There's no perfect church. There's no perfect people in a church. There's no perfect preachers. But you and I are going to have to work extra hard in the coming new year because we're going to be going through some things. When you go through a battle, you want to know your... Your backside's being watched by somebody. So I've got to know there's people in this church that are going to, like Aaron and her, what they do for Moses. Amen? I need you, and you need me, and you need each other, because all of you represent Diversified gifts in the body of Christ. Romans fourteen nineteen. Therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one, which one may edify or build up another. Here's the Amplified. So let us then definitely aim for and eagerly pursue what makes for harmony and for mutual upbuilding, edification, and development of of one another. We need to have that kind of heart's attitude in the coming new year. I want to do everything I can to help develop your gift. You need to do everything you can to let your gift function here in this church. The days of just being spectators are over, folks. We can't be spectators in the house of God or in the body of Christ anymore. Can't be that way. Follow in the Greek or the word pursue. This is what it means. It's a hunting term that depicts a hunter following his game, committed to hunt down that animal and then shoot it doing everything to follow the tracks, just being so focused. 
That's the way we need to be when it comes to our relationships in this coming new year. Amen. The scripture I just read to you admonishes you and I to be proactive in achieving peace until that peace, just like that animal, is captured. We need to follow after the things. The word things might be this. These are things that we need to follow after. Forgiveness. Say it. Forgiveness. Here's one you won't want to say. Should I say it? Then you won't have to say it. Admitting you're wrong. Gosh, it's quiet here. Must be God. We have to follow after the things by which one may edify one another. What are we going to have to follow after? You might have to admit you're wrong. What prevents you from doing that? Pride. Pride is a sin. Instead of ending relationships, which you know, which is sad to say, because if you've been in a Christian for a long time, I could ask you to raise your hand how many have experienced relationships where the relationship ended. You know, friends betrayed you. I can tell you all kinds of war stories from being a pastor. Right, Mike? Uh-huh. But we can't live our life like that. You and I have to do everything we can to find out the ones that God's put in our lives and be thankful for them. And do everything in our power to maintain that relationship. I have people pass me every other day that they, they ended the relationship. And it's hard. Over time, you, you just accept the fact and you move on. But I'm telling you today, if you're going to be a member of this church, you're going to have to realize God's going to be sending all kinds of people. They might not look like you. They might not use your cologne. They might not smell pretty, look pretty. They might, they might come in here and every other word might be a word that's just not in your vocabulary. Don't judge them. Where do you think Peter, John, James, and all the rest of those disciples started? Rough. They were characters. Don't judge people. If you're going to judge anything, judge yourself. Say, Pastor, is this over yet? Yeah, it is. We must do everything in our power in 2024 to pursue peace in our relationships. I'm going to close with this scripture because it's interesting. Psalms 38, verse 20, David said, Those also who render evil for good... They are my adversaries because I follow what is good. You've got to know something. If you make a decision to follow after what is good, what is righteous, and what is right in 2024, newsflash, you're going to have some enemies. But don't take it personal. 
persecution arises because of the word, the stand that you take on the word. Stay standing on the word. Walk in love. You don't always have to open your mouth and retaliate with something. Just accept it and just move on. But do everything in your power. Amen? Say, Mike, Pastor Mike, that's, that was really a good message. Did you mean that? No. Nate, in um, September, of the 27th of September, the Spirit of God spoke some things to him. I remembered this and I dug it out this morning. He says, I heard three d- different things in the Spirit. Number one, continue to pray for Aaron's and hers. Continue to lift up the arms of those who are lifting up my arms. Number two, let God arise and let my enemies be scattered on, and on my enemies that attempts on of my enemies that attempts and is attempting to arise in those who, who have the great complaint. Their heart is more concerned on what they can get from my body rather than how they can serve my body. I'm coming against the complaint. Complaint. Now, number three, this is what I want you to see. You ask me, why don't we see the signs and wonders that you promised? Did I not say they would follow you? Say follow you. How can they follow anyone who's not going anywhere? Put one foot in front of the other and go as I've commanded. This is why the proper order is go, be, do. Going opens my signs and wonders, a door to walk through, but you need to open that door for I'm knocking. Remember, you remind me that you can do all things through my son, but I remind you that doing is the last part of going, being, and doing. You need to go in order to be in my will that I will be able to do through you. Now, what is that? Pursuing. It's action. Taking a step. Let's stand up this morning. I will um, close the service and pray. If you can tell me the three things that you're to pursue in 2024. Peace. Will you remember that? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we've heard your word this morning. I delivered your word. Now I declare and decree it will not return void or empty, but it will accomplish what you please. It will prosper in the lives of the people at Harvest Church that heard it this day. I thank you, Lord. I declare and decree they shall pursue God and the knowledge of God in 2024. They shall understand who their enemy is and pursue their enemy and recover all. And they shall pursue peace in all their relationships in the name of Jesus. That's my declaration of faith. And I say, Amen. It shall be so in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Is there anyone here today you need prayer for your physical body? Are you all healthy? We're all healthy. Are we all wealthy? Amen. There's going to be a wealth transference in the days ahead. Amen. Happen for Egypt. It's going to happen for the church in the days ahead. And what are you going to do? If, if God, God can get it to you if He can get it through you.
That's why we're believing God for this big seed we're sowing. Amen. You watch God move in your life. Amen. I hear elevator music. Amen. You know what? I'm going to tell you a fourth thing you need to do. Lighten up. Have a sense of humor. Learn to laugh. And get one of them what a, aura frames. That's a aura. When I think of an aura, I had a woman years ago tell me I had a great aura. That's what I was thinking. That's strange. Whatever. Get one of them, though, and it'll bless you. God bless you. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here. Let's get out of here. Amen. Put some lively music on, please. <laughs>